You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Glee. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Glee news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Glee! Hello, Gleeks out there. Hello, hello. I am Roxy Stryer, along with my co-host, Mia Smith. Hey. And in the booth, we have the wonderful Phil Sweetet. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> Who is actually uh, has a plethora of Glee knowledge tonight, as oh, yes. we found out, so... Um, he will be doing... No, we just found out I happen to like girls. You don't. <laughs> I guess that's true. He, he will be doing news and gossip for us and sharing about um, a, a certain someone whose dress he really liked. Or in other words, said the dress said... What was it, Phil? I, the dress liked me. The dress liked the me. Dress liked that's you. what I was saying. Okay. But we'll get into that in news and gossip okay. about what that means and who that was and what that even means. Hell yeah. Okay, so let's let's start at the top uh, and let's actually just go over the episode. In general, what do we think about tonight as an episode in in the season? What are we thinking? Um, it's, it satisfied all my glee needs. I was really excited totally with today. <laughs> we walked out and we were like, yeah. Yes. Everybody <laughs> in the studio, how'd it go? This episode rocked. Yes. We were really into it. Every song, I thought they killed it. From the top, the moment the moment they started with um, Summer Lovin', I was like, oh, I'm so excited. Yes, this is going to be a good episode. And I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. Yes, it's so good. We missed the first five seconds of the song, and I thought the two of us were going to have a panic attack. <laughs> like, it was, we actually were having a panic yeah, attack. <laughs> we were like, well, what's going on? Um, they killed it. And it's awesome because it totally fits for them. It, yeah, it really They were does. this summer, summer couple. We're talking about Mercedes and Sam, of course. Mm-hmm. They were this couple in the summer, and now Mercedes has a new boy, and they've fizzled, and Sam moved away. And now Sam is trying really hard to get her back. Trotty mouth. You know what? In the beginning, um, they kind of, one, they randomly put them together at the end of last season. And then in the beginning, just kind of wrote Sam off. And so I never really felt the couple. But now Sam looks so cute trying to get Mercedes back. And I'm just like, I, I want her to give him a chance. I like, feel like I he's a different character. Yeah, he is different. Time. It, it's this new confidence and I don't want to say obsession with Mercedes because I don't mean it in a negative way. But just his desire for her. Yeah, and he has a little bit of a uh, of swag this time. Like he's not yeah. he's not really trouty mouth anymore. Like he's he's coming into Sam. And even on that note, he doesn't look as trouty mouth like it's the haircut. You think, I like it on him. I think mm-hmm. he looks better, right? Yes, he looks a lot it, better. It takes away from the trouty mouthness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm into it. So, of course, Mercedes has another boyfriend and doesn't think she can be with him, although we find out later on in the episode after she's singing, uh, uh, first time singing, I saw your face. Yeah, first time I saw your face yes. with the rest of the girls. That really, she's singing about Sam the entire time. So, what do we think? Do we want her back with Sam? 
I, I, I want her with Sam. I want to see what that is. Because uh, we, we missed never, the summer fling. Yeah. We, we've never seen it. Mm-mm. And it keeps getting referenced. And I'm kind of feeling like I'm missing out. Yes. So I would like to see it. And they never really gave Shane much play anyway. So it's not like we're invested in him. We never see him. Never. Except for today when uh, Trotty Mouth is getting sloshy. Trotty Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's his name to me. Okay. I mean, I'll go with it. A Trotty Mouth. I, I turned to you before this and I was like, okay, Mercedes and Trotty Mouth. You're like, yeah, yep. yeah. <laughs> Totally. So uh, Trotty Mouth is getting slushied, and Mercedes felt so bad for him. Mm-hmm. And Shane's like, come on, baby. Standing he wasn't in the like that. He was real okay, sweet about it. Okay, but that's what he was like was in my head. Sweet. In my head, that's what he, he did. did. He did gently gesture and was like, well, come on. He'll be okay. He was nice. So we don't hate him? Cause no, we don't I kind of want to hate him. No, we, we're, just, he, we're just indifferent because he's not – like, who is he? Uh, Football player, which is clearly no, why. No, he's no one. He's not belong with Mercedes. I want Sam. Right, but he's an athlete, and because of that, Sam wants to be an athlete to <laughs> get Mercedes' interest, and he's trying out for all these uh, different... He wants to try out for the football team, basketball team, which are in different seasons, but it's okay. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess dramatic license. And finally, he ends up on the individual synchronized swimming team. Yeah. Well... Very strange. How does what is an individual <laughs> synchronized swimming team? I'm not quite sure, uh, but I know that somebody in this room wants to speak about the coach of the synchronized swimming team. You know what? I got so excited about Glee, I forgot how upset I was about that. Uh, it happens all the time. Okay, so um, I just I need. I wish someone could tell me why Nini is on Glee. I know it was just for a split second, but. Uh, she comes I, from the Real Housewives, the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Of Atlanta, yes. The show that sprung all these ridiculous housewives shows, and I feel like I probably shouldn't say that since I work on a lot of them. But um, why is she doing scripted television? And it's not it's not her job. It's not her passion. It's not what she's worked for. No, it wasn't. It wasn't because I never. Again, I don't watch the Real Housewives, but I believe she was doing something in music. Mm-hmm. And I want to know, uh, well, I guess Glee is musical, so I guess it does translate a bit. It's but, always hard when they have celebrity guests come on as somebody other than the celebrity. You know, if they had her come on as the Real Housewives of Beverly, uh, of, of Atlanta. Atlanta, then, and they talk to her, uh, and say, do you know what I mean? If they're like, oh, her name's Nini? Yeah. They're like, oh, Nini's here visiting us, talking to our school or whatever. That would make a little bit more sense. More sense, you know what I mean? Like, it's hard to have guest stars be not who they are, especially when you're a reality TV star. When you're reality TV, because I'm just like, there's so much up-and-coming talent that could have filled. You know, it was just a small role. It was just a gym teacher. She had, what, two minutes of camera time. Someone right. else could have done that that needed that for like their real or something. It's because we know so much about her actual life. Like Vinny does a lot of, Vinny from the Jersey Shore mm-hmm. does a lot of, is working on his acting reel now and he's been in a bunch of things and I literally for the past four years have stalked him as a Jersey Shore member and so I don't know him other than that. So when he's an actor, it's so unbelievable to mm-hmm. me, which is the same thing uh, for anybody who watches Real Housewives of Atlanta. If you see her on the show, it's not like an actor, say, even a huge actor like Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. You don't know Brad Pitt as Brad Pitt ever, other than in interviews occasionally. Right. You know him as the different roles he Series plays. of characters. But when you are a reality TV show star and then you try to become an actor... 
it's very difficult. Yeah, because we know you as your, as you, as you know, like right. as yourself, and you just don't belong on Glee. I don't know. Glee is like a sacred space for me, and I, I just didn't. I felt betrayed. One of a bit one of our Twitter there. people said Nini did a good job. I, I she did do a good job. I actually she did agree. a good job. I never said she did a bad job. She I agree. I think she. I don't watch uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, and if you hadn't said anything, I wouldn't have even noticed. I thought she did a fine job in the role, uh, really a, a good job. But I get what you're saying. When yeah. you know somebody, it just takes them out of place, and it's kind of weird. Yeah, it was. It was exactly. That's what I'm saying. Because I, I never, not once, I say she did a bad job because she did. She did do well, and I was surprised. And so I did at least appreciate that. Yeah, that she took the role seriously. That she wasn't hired and not. She wasn't hired and then wasn't talented. Yes, she was hired and was talented, mm-hmm. but it still sucks because obviously that's not what she's been working for, and there are other people who could have gotten the role. Yes, I see what you're saying totally. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, what do we think about the synchronized swimming? I think it's cute, and I think it totally fits Sam. I think uh, it works for him. I'm over people getting slushied every oh, no. time. It hurts. I don't want him to get slushied. He's going to get slushied anyway. I know, he's but he's he's in he's in Glee Club and synchronized swimming, and he's just trying to get Mercedes and and be happy and help the team out. And he's getting slushied. And I know I talked to you about this before. I get way too emotionally invested in these characters and these shows. And you think it's a good thing. And I think it's a really stressful thing <laughs> because I really just don't want anybody to get hurt. Okay, and that's how I'm feeling. Okay. And then I just I just don't want it. And and if I was um, Sam's parent, I would go in and talk to the principal and say that that shouldn't be allowed at school, and nobody should be allowed to have slushies. <laughs> Unnecessary <laughs> roughness. <laughs> exactly. And that's how I feel about that. And that's how Sue sees it. And that's, I was just about to say that. And that's how and that's, Sue sees And that's it. how Roxy sees it. So, okay. <laughs> and basically that's all we saw of Sam and Mercedes this episode. It was um, really cute. It was and cute. endearing. It seems like the beginning of something possibly new, hopefully mm-hmm. new. Mm-hmm. And we definitely wanted to go that way. Let's talk about another relationship that wasn't working as well for us. Uh, ooh, <laughs> this one was tough, too. So, Artie get- and Becky. Let's just talk about Becky first. Okay, How love the awesome British accent. Was that British that accent? Was highlight. What is going on? How how on earth did Ryan Murphy or whoever thought of that think of that? That was so fantastic. So Becky's inner voice is a British queen. Yes, is a, probably like a sixty-year-old British queen, mm-hmm. and she, Becky addresses it and says, I can sound- "You're probably wondering yeah. why I sound British." You're probably wondering why I sound British, but the reason I do is because I don't screw you. I can sound however I want in my own head. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And it was <laughs> good so enough. Great. It was so different than everything else in Glee. Like, I just couldn't help but smile the entire time she was thinking. <laughs> Somebody was sitting in the writing room and was getting so stoned and was like, how funny would that be? They probably probably were talking in British accents around the table. (laughs) Literally, like, how does one think of that? That was so different. And if it had been any other character, I would have been like, no, that's not their inner voice. But that totally, sure, Becky, use your imagination. It still worked. I loved it. And then I started thinking, you know when you hear yourself on tape and you're not, you're like, that's not what I sound like. We, We all have very different perceptions of our actual voices yeah and i don't really like what i sound like maybe i should talk in a british accent maybe no that sucks it's sucks. no i was bad <laughs> i'm into it i'm into it but i would rather hear your inner thoughts in it 
Yes. <laughs> I, I thought that was hysterical anyway, though, except for the ending part, which we'll get to, the, the British ending. Okay, so... We'll, we'll, well, let's talk about Artie and Becky first before we get there, though. So, Becky's into Artie. Mm-hmm. Sue advises her to ask Artie on a date. She does. Artie says yes. Mm-hmm. As a friend. Mm-hmm. And he, he was hesitant at first. Like, he thought he could get away with it by just inviting her to their right. rehearsal. But then they end up going to Breadsticks and ended up really hitting it off. He had a great time. But he won't see her again uh, because he does, he's not interested in her. Well, it's not that he won't see her again. She wanted to have sex with him. He won't see her in a romantic setting again. Yes. Hard. That's tough. Uh, as already, what would you have done off the bat? Um, you mean would you have gone on the date? Would you have not? Would you have told her I want to go just as friends? Would you have given her a chance? I probably I don't I don't know. I've never been in that situation. Um, but Becky seems really she she's always seemed really cool and yeah. down to earth. So I probably would have just went and see see how it went. And they ended up hitting it off. Favorite part was what what do you want to be when you grow up? Five ten. Yeah. Laughed my ass off. I yeah, loved it. <laughs> they seem to have a lot in common, and yes, and they and they me, get they get certain parts of each other. And he, and he addressed that. He was like to the rest of the Glee members, you don't know what it's like to you know to not be normal, quote unquote, to have a disability. Uh, yeah, like she gets that. Was part of you hoping that they went on a second date and a third date and a fourth date? Um, no, or is it just unrealistic? Yeah. Yeah, it didn't go because and, and also at the same time, Becky, uh, she's like Sue's right hand girl. So she can't she also cannot be trusted on on that side as well. It's such a sensitive subject, though. And I thought that Glee did a really graceful job addressing it today, especially like I'm saying uh, at the end with the British voice and her saying to Artie, is the reason you don't want to go out with me because I'm intimidating. And that was he, perfect. He says yes. And then. She walks away and says, I know it's because I have downs. And I wasn't going to say that to him. And I thought that the, it was very tactful the way they did it. And it could have just uh, been completely inappropriate. It could have went the other way. But I liked it. I liked that it showed. Um, I liked that it showed how much strength she had. It did. And how and how normal she really is. Yeah. Because people think that all the time. If you ask someone out, regardless if you have downs, you, I, they probably don't like me because I'm uh, too skinny or I'm too big or I'm too old or I'm too young. Your skin color, smart, your, or, yeah. your uh, religion, your height, whatever it is. But you play it off and you put on a brave face and that's exactly what she did. Yeah, and I, I thought that was great. And I did, it, it was one of those gut-wrenching moments for me though. Yeah. Almost because, you know how sometimes, I don't know how to say this, you know how sometimes you think that people... Did, I I never know when I'm talking to somebody. Say they do have Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. Do they know? How aware are they of the fact that that is... Wh- how aware was Becky of the fact that that is why Artie didn't want to see her again? Or was that why Artie didn't want to see her again? You know what I mean? So the, just on that cognitive level, it was really sad to me that it was something that she has to deal with all the time. And we all have things that we have to deal with all the time. But it just sucks, especially because... It's it's obviously true for the actress as well. Yeah. And it's a sad moment, but it's important to know who you are and know your strengths and know your weaknesses, I guess, or what other people perceive as your strengths and weaknesses. Uh, so I thought they did a really good job, and it was a, something that we hadn't touched upon 
in Glee at. Yeah, no, and um, and it also brought out uh, a softer side of Sue, as always. Yeah, but uh, that that was a part that I think I um, I don't necessarily want to say liked, but appreciated Connected the most. With? Yes, because she just you know she took her in like. You know, we're going to have a woman moment. I was dumped, too. We're going to sit here with some ice cream. You're going to hold my hand. And we're going to watch Lifetime. And we're going to get through this together. Yeah. And that's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Talking about Sue for a moment here, wh- what's the deal? Is she evil? Is she awesome? Does she just, is the entire relationship with Becky based on her relationship with, with her sister? Yes. yes. It's all that? That's what I think. I I, I think that... That has always been Sue's soft spot. That or like children when they brought her to like the nursing home. Right. But um and and I think that will be the only way we'll see her human side and see a softer her see her heart. But we also leading into the next uh, couple I want to talk about, we also see Sue hand a white rose to Emma when eventually yeah. So I don't know. Is she doing this whole thing that we talk about where she grows and she shrinks and she grows and she shrinks? Or is she growing? Uh, I, I, I will hope to say growing. Although she did say to Artie, um, what was that like? Can we go one day without the driving gloves? You oh, you have a, 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 a wheelchair, not a Porsche. Not on a Porsche. That was it's like a fantastic good Sue line. Um, yeah, it was funny. But I, they I do know. this, though, every episode. Like, I know. They build up my hopes for Sue and then crush my dreams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe they won't, though. Maybe a new villain will come into town. I don't know if Glee has room for a new villain. That's true. And Jane Lynch is awesome. Yeah, she's she's perfect at it. She They've got to find a way to blend it. I know. It's true. Uh, okay, let's talk about Will and Emma. So, huh, well, a lot of this episode, I didn't even realize how heartbreaking it was. So, we the second uh, song of the episode is Wedding Bell Blues. And mm-hmm. Emma's singing this because we see that Beast and uh, Cooter just got... Married. Yes, congratulations for that couple. Congrats. <laughs> and Emma's sitting there like, come on, what's going on? Why hasn't Will proposed to me? When's my turn? Mm-hmm. They've been together a while now. I know Will has already been divorced, so he's probably uh, being cautious, but yeah. what's the deal? And she sings this song. I liked it. Uh, it was a I good did. song. She, uh, I liked the imagery that they had going along with it because mm-hmm. I do think the song is less well-known and people would probably get more bored if there wasn't as many the visual montage mm-hmm. going along. It's so cute. Yeah, it was very cute. It was cute. But then, okay, what ends up happening is Will wants to propose to Emma. Oh, wait, before you continue, going back to what you were saying about the song and the um, and what they showed, I, oh. I thought them on top of the wedding cake and dancing on, on top, like they were actual... Um, figurines yeah. it was so cute to me that was cute yes. <laughs> and then when emma by accidentally said will you marry me yes <laughs> that was funny too but okay so going forward to when will asks emma's parents if he can have her hand in marriage i don't even know why will bothered. he know like <laughs> he knows the type of parents they are and they say no flat out no hesitation no 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 and the reasons they say no are because they don't like will one yes. and two, because they don't think Emma can deal with messy children, diapers, mm-hmm. um, fights, all, all the above. Mm-hmm. And and then Will started thinking it's kind of valid. It is valid, but I hate to say that, but it, 
kind of is. I just, but to me, like you, you, you know, you know, a person's uh, character flaws before you get into it. He knew that before he decided to be with her. He knew it before he decided to ask her to move in with him. And so now to hesitate because her parents said it, it was just like, what? Stop being a coward. Like you, you, nothing has changed. She's always been Emma. I'm one of those people who thinks to the death a parent should always stand up for their kid. Even if they're in the wrong, to other people, a parent should always talk well about their child and stand up for their kid. I just think that. And to hear some of the things that her parents were saying about her, even that they call her freaky deaky and know that she hates it, it's just... Her parents suck. Yeah, they just suck. And Will knows that. So it'd be different if she had amazing parents who knew her well and then they said no. Because then it would maybe make more of an impact or Mm -hmm. have more truth to it. It'll make you think for a second. Like, here's these awesome parents that truly care for their daughter and knows her, and they're saying no. But at the same time, some of the things they were saying are valid concerns. So I do get why Will then eventually said to Emma, I do love you, and I I love you with all my heart, but how are you going to deal with it when we have kids? You have all these problems. And Emma says, hey, this is me. This is what you got yourself into. Mm-hmm. I, if you can't deal with that, you're right. We shouldn't get married. Mm-hmm. And what did you think about that? I thought, um, I thought it was great. She and because she made a point, you know, like you, you know who I am. I'm taking my medication. Some days are good. Some some days are not. But at the end of the day, you know, you have me with my toothbrushes and my rubber gloves, but all this love for you, like. This 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 has always been the consistent thing. Nothing has changed. So why are so why are you? But do you think she'll it? be able to deal with having a child? I think I and think not a fake child like Will's ex. I think, <laughs> Low blow. I think uh, I think she'll work really hard at it, and I think she'll probably talk to her doctor about it. And even if she has to increase her therapy sessions, I think she will work at it. I think she'll be a great mom. It's gonna be really hard. But, yeah, but she has so much love to give. Like exactly, and, and ultimately that's what counts. That's exactly what I was thinking, and I don't know. I just think that it it was really harsh way for him to phrase it. It should have been more a conversation, mm-hmm. like, "Honey, I want to talk to you about how this is going to affect our future and what we can do." And I do want to marry you, but we need to discuss a few things. Because that's how adults should handle things, you know? Mm-hmm. Instead of just throwing it in your face. Well, like, well, you do this, 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 as if he doesn't have stuff that she puts up with. Right, exactly. So, I don't know. I didn't like the way he handled it, but he redeems himself, he of course. He did. Um, after hearing a bunch of different songs that the kids were proposing that he used um, on Emma. By the way, the, the one that the girls did I thought was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it, and... Even um, moves like Jagger, Artie's song. It was super fun. Uh, he sounded great. Uh, the song that the girls did, what, what were the other songs that we uh, had? Um, first time I saw your face. Without you. Without you, yes. Rachel's Without You, which was, it was, which was beautiful which too. Which was beautiful too, uh, after the whole Finn situation that we'll get to later. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sam, Trouty Mouth, comes up to him and is like, I probably should have said this before, but I have a great idea. It Bingo. Was it was perfect. Uh, with oh the synchronized swimming and. And um, the We Found Love, Rihanna's We Found mm-hmm. Love, and just everybody being there and him walking across water. I know. And it is tux with the top hat. The tux and the speech he gave, and I, it just worked. 
And I and I love and I love that it was the song without you that made it count because that's what it comes down to. Like I know you're flawed. I know I'm flawed. But at the end of the day, I can't be without you. Yeah. No matter. The thing is, I don't. It's it's almost like saying I don't have a choice. I yes. cannot be without you. So whatever it is that you are, whatever the bullshit is, I'm gonna have to deal with it because I can't be without you. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was great. And I it was something that was cheesy that wasn't done cheesily. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it was a little because uh, obviously it was a big grand gesture and. But it was done. But well. it was cute because she walked down the hallway and was received the rose. Yeah, the, way. the white roses were so cute, and I was again surprised that Sue Sylvester was willing to participate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she was, and it was a moment about the two of them, even though so many people were there, uh, and that was great. Something that we skipped over that has to be mentioned though was Will Schuster's choice in his best man. Best man. Why um, is your high school student? <laughs> I think that is a really good question. A Finn? <laughs> really? Really? How like, does that happen? Like, is that is that normal? Like, does I would this rather in life? he should have asked Coach Beast. Yes. Or, or I don't even know. This is something I can answer. Uh, Finn's Please. already done it before. Finn's already been a best man, right? Season two. Right. So he has experience. Okay. We're going with experience going over. Experience. Yes. I, is that even legal? But <laughs> to have your, I don't know. Yeah, Phil. I it, don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't agree with you on that one. Maybe if it was <laughs> next year when Finn's graduated, but he's still his current student. He's That's got to be favoritism. <laughs> like I am grading you, but you're my best man. Like, I just can't imagine, like, one of my professors asking me, you know, can I be her maid of honor? Like, and well, no, I'm sorry, not professor, one of my teachers in teacher. high school. Professor's different. Yeah, even. yeah, professor's different. My teacher in high school asking me to be her maid of honor. Like, how does that... How did that slip by in that I don't, I don't know. <laughs> my mom would even look at her crazy, like, what? Like, you don't have any... Uh, no? Yeah, you don't. You have no friends? No, none. Not even one? Huh? Really? <laughs> Nobody. So I thought that was really weird, but yeah. So anyway, other than that, it all went smoothly, and well, not completely because you almost gave yeah, me yeah. I was a, just about to say, attack. except for at the end where he says, um, "Will you marry me?" She says, "I love you," and I squeezed your arm and was like, "She's." And then my heart started beating rapidly, and I just knew this was it. I was just like, "Oh my gosh, she's gonna say no. She's gonna say no. I can't. I can't breathe." And she said yes. <laughs> and we could breathe again. And we could breathe again. That was hard. That was a hard... That was actually a tense moment. <laughs> those couple seconds really were difficult for me. But not as painful and not as difficult as the next proposal. I, I, I don't know what's going on. My hands are covering my face. <laughs> I, I can't... The second they walked in the room together, I knew. I knew, and I, I turned too. to you, and we were both like, "No, no, no," because we knew that it shouldn't happen. So we're, we we're talking about we're talking about uh, Rachel and Finn right now, and after seeing uh, Will's proposal to Emma, Finn tells Rachel that she has to meet him in the auditorium, mm-hmm. and he gives this long speech about how he's going to be a high school hero, lifetime zero, mm-hmm. not going anywhere. And the only thing that's ever driven him, guided him, loved him, is Rachel. Yep. And then somehow takes that 
and decides <laughs> that's a valid reason, that's a good reason to propose. So he does. And Rachel says, and we're cut off. <laughs> and we're cut off. What? I mean, talk about I don't, I don't, cliffhangers. I, oh, my gosh. We were, we were both on the edge of our seats. Just like, what? And we're going to have to get to that more in predictions to talk about what we think is going to happen. But what do you think about high school proposals? I, I, I do believe there's a such thing as high school sweetheart. And I do believe that um, I, I have a friend from Chicago. She, uh, I believe she got married in high school or maybe right after she graduated. It was like her senior year or whatnot. They eloped. Their parents were against them. They're still together. They have a beautiful baby girl. And I do believe that it can happen. Okay. I also think that uh, you should probably propose when you have something going on for you and not when you think you have nothing going on for you. Literally, his speech is about how he has nothing, so he needs her. Yes. He's, he's not saying, come, you know, let's, let's, let's build marry- our yes. lives. and to, do- Right. Because I'm going to college, you, you, you can come to my college, or, or, or I want to work in this field, so as you go to college, I'll go work next to you, or something. Like, there was just... This season, <laughs> Finn goes from wanting to be a singer to wanting to be a professional athlete to wanting to join the Army... To proposing. Yes. What do you want to do with your life? You should probably oh, no, wait, wait. think about and it. We should probably add to wanting uh, and wanting to not be a drug addict. Because now he thinks because he found out about his father that that's going to happen to him. Wanting to not be a drug addict. And also before wanting to work at Burt Hummel's yes. shop. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because all else failed, I why g- don't I get married? I get that you're 18 and that you still can be changing your mind about what you want to do. Of course. That's of course. fine. But then why make such a commitment? It's the only thing you can't... I mean, I guess nowadays you can change it. Divorce. But yeah. come on. And then to also do that to someone who you know, like... Her it's, future is so important to her and it's hanging in the balance. And then you, and then to just dump this on her, like, you, you know she loves you. This is a damned if you do, damned if you don't moment. Because yeah. the two options are, Shayla says yes. We're not going to say what we think she's going to say yet. But she either says yes... Mm-hmm. Or no. If she says yes, then they're screwed. If she says no, then they're breaking up. Mm-hmm. What the hell is she supposed to say? There's no right or, right answer here. I was going to say right or wrong <laughs> answer, but really I mean there's only wrong answers. So I don't know. It's a tricky situation. Uh, let's go back though and talk about Finn and his uh, situation with the Army and his father for a second. So... His whole life, he thought that his dad went to the army and then died there. Mm -hmm. Died a hero. Died a hero. But we find out tonight. And by the way, they should have incorporated that in other episodes. Because his father died a hero? Or that he thought that? That he thought that. Oh, yeah, I had no idea. I had no idea. Yeah. So uh, either I'm not paying close enough attention or they've never talked about it before. But then we learn that he actually was in the army and then he left. And I guess had post-traumatic stress or something mm-hmm. and became a drug addict and overdosed and died. I actually didn't didn't like that aspect of this show because I felt like they could have um, there's there. There are a lot of um, men and young men and women who coming out of high school, they, they don't know what they want and they choose to go into the armed forces. And and I think that's if that's their choice, 
then that's a good idea. And I felt like they could have explored it a little bit more and um, maybe brought in that recruiter he spoke to and, you know, touched on that. But instead, they just showed... It was viewed in such a negative light. Yeah. The choice to go to the Army was viewed so negatively and frowned upon that I really didn't like that either because it's a heroic choice. It, it is. It And it's it it should be your option. You should be able to go. You should not be able to go. And it wasn't as if he was making that, that decision right now. He said he was thinking about it. All he right. did was speak to, to a recruiter and they hold this intervention and tell him that, well, you know, more than likely you'll go, you'll see things you don't want to see and come back. Uh, so depressed that you turn to drugs to cover it up like that's that, that was the message that came out of it too. and putting that in his mind of course now it's more of a reality mm-hmm. if he were to go mm-hmm. so I, I don't know I didn't like that either I wish that they had the recruiter come in and explain the pros and the cons yes and then he could not go and his mom could tell him what happened I do think she should eventually tell him what did happen but not making the army look bad make Right, make her it's, it's the dad look like he was in the downward spiral. Not a bad guy, but a, a bad thing happened to him. Right, and that shouldn't be blamed on, on the army. Right, or could partially be, but not totally. It just it wasn't fair. It gave them a bad rep when they it wasn't deserved. No, especially when you're dealing with like this whole season has been about futures and choosing what you want to do. Um, I think, and when it comes to to those that feel as if they don't have another option or or there are some kids that really want to serve their country and that's what they want to do they've known it they've been in uh uh what's the army thing in ROTC? Har- yes you know and they're and they do that and they and there's so much passion for it and to just i don't know i felt some sort of way that was just brushed off yeah totally i agree but uh i guess the big cliffhanger was will she say yes um or will he be looking back at the army? I don't even know. So I, I think we can um, go to a commercial and come back for some news and gossip. Hell yeah. After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after shows from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? AfterBuzz TV News. All right, Rox, I can't believe you're going to make me read this. Do you want yes, me, do you want me to do it? I, I'm just the, the queen of st- stuttering. Yes, yes. Well, uh, unfortunately <laughs> for me, for those of you who can see me, I have to. I would have to like stare sideways. Well, let me try. Uh, let me let me do this. You have such a, a radio voice, though, Phil. Like, no, it I works know. For you. <laughs> uh, Leah, Michelle, Corey Monteith, Chris Colfer, and Naya Riviera have already announced their return for season four. Woo! Uh, <laughs> 
As for some of their other members of the cast, their fate is uh, yet to be determined. Damien McGinty spoke about Diana Agron saying, No, I haven't asked her if she's coming back, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> then he suspiciously added, Ryan Murphy is really cool about cast members doing other things. You know, some of them have done well uh, this for three years now. True. So that I thought that was very interesting that he chose to add that, kind of implying that if Diana Agron is doing something else, it's because Ryan Murphy was cool with it. I don't know. And I did mention that she she's like I was watching something on Netflix, uh, a movie. I cannot remember the name of it, but I saw her and I got super excited. I was like, oh my gosh, there's Quinn from Glee. So she is. She could, you know, she's doing her thing. Was it one of her Glee. newer movies? Was it? it oh, was it like the nine thing or whatever? No, one was uh, burlesque, but she was just in there for a second. But there was something else that I saw in passing. I should have looked it up before I came on here. She's a cutie. She is cute. And I like her in movies. Yeah, so I'm glad that the other ones are coming back, though. And I think we've got a little more news and gossip about somebody else who may or may not be. Yes, hold on. Okay, here we go. Uh, But what about Puck? Uh, Here we go. Sorry, I had to reload it. What about Puck? Uh, Will Mark Salling be back on Glee Season 4? The answer... He doesn't know yet. Saling said, you know, it's just nice to really work with the people I do. I have the job that I do, so I feel blessed. If they have me back, you know, I'd love to. Uh, a man of uh, big words. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If I come back, great. Why not? Yeah, yeah really? <laughs> no, no, but do you think, do you want him back? Oh, you're uh, imitating. Puck? Oh, yeah, I was imitating. Oh, of course I want Puck back. He, you know. Yeah, but we, we haven't been seeing him much in the past episode. <laughs> Well, now now that the storyline between him and, um, you know, Shelby, Shelby kind of died down. Yeah. Yep, yep. I want him to cut his mohawk and then come back. Mm. All mm. right. Well, Chris Colfer is turning into a mini movie. Mini movie. Oh, my God. Can't believe you put this Movie in mogul? <laughs> mini movie mogul. A mini de- movie God. mogul. <laughs> yes. His film debut, Struck by Lightning, uh, which he co wrote and hey. is starring in, will probably hit theaters in the fall. But even before then, cameras will begin rolling on his second flick. He's being uh, tight-lipped on details, but he did reveal that he wrote the script for this one, too. I actually had to research on this one, Colfer said, at the Golden Globes. I couldn't just pull it out of my ass. I had to do a lot of research. He already has a director and producers attached. Unlike his starring role in Struck by Lightning, he'll appear in the movie as a supporting character. I am a very vain writer, he cracked. I write for myself. I feel it. Yeah, if I, I mean, wrote, I would write for myself, too. I, I would really struggle writing a role that I wanted to play and then handing it off to somebody else. Yes. And, and so I feel... Do it. Why not? Yeah. All right. Well, it's election year, and every candidate could use some help, even the incumbent president. While Barack Obama already has endorsements from Jay-Z and Beyonce, Entertainment Weekly snagged a list of other musicians Obama wants on his team, uh, including Adam Levine, as well as Glee star Leah Michelle and favorite uh, and favorite of Sasha and Malia Obama, the Jonas Brothers. So, um, Barack's a Leah Michelle fan? I guess so. Interesting. Maybe he's a Gleek? Maybe. Let's just call him and ask. <laughs> Yo, B. <laughs> I do know that his favorite show was Entourage, and he was depressed when it got off. Oh, really? He yeah. Did that? Now maybe he's he's turned to Glee. I can see that. Tears. I'm sure. I'm sure he probably watches it with his girls. <laughs> oh yeah. 
while convincing major actors to commit to a theater project in Los Angeles isn't the easiest sell. But Eight, the play by Oscar-winning screenwriter Dustin Lance Black, is proving to be the exception to the rule with a cast that will feature George Clooney and a host of television stars including Matthew Morrison. Eight, which will have a a one-night reading at the Wilshire Ebbett Theater on March 3rd, deals Hmm. with the 2010 federal court case uh, Perry v. Schwarzenegger, which sought to overturn Proposition 8, the ballot initiative that outlawed same-sex marriage in California. The performance will serve as a benefit for the American Foundation for Equal Rights, the nonprofit group that brought the case to court. I heard that it's supposed to raise about $2 million, and so that's awesome. And Wow, I, I, hadn't, I hadn't heard about that. That's, that's so I wonder who Matthew Morrison's playing. I hope um, he has a big role. We should go... See, I, I want to go. Like, I, I'm excited now. March third, I think that's what it said. March third, yes. George Clooney, out, ow. He is. Uh, How old are you? I know. <laughs> he just does it for me. I can't help it. Seriously? Yeah, I know. He does it for my mom. I know. I know. I can't help it. I think he's hottie. Okay. Okay. It's weird. I got it. <laughs> well, speaking of my hotties, Heather Morrison was all smiles as she arrived uh, at the Late Show with David Letterman. Uh, on Monday, during the episode, the 24-year-old actress briefly opened up about her personal life, revealing that she and her boo, Taylor Hubble, mm. are moving in together. Ooh, that sounds fun. Uh, uh, he, this is a quote, he just finished school and he moves in tonight, Heather revealed. Dave was quick to ask, with you? She smiled and nodded her head, adding, he's moving in with me. All right. He's moving in with me. And only me. That's one of those. I'm making this public so everyone knows. Brittany's a cutie pie. Brittany has Pierce. My my hottie of the show will always be uh, Naya. Yeah. Oh, Santa is so sexy. She, she, she takes the cake for me. I think they have hotter girls than guys for sure. Uh, no, really, it's just Naya. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, mm, no, I think it's just her. Pretty much. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! All right, so Gleeks will get a glimpse into Santana's home life when Gloria Estefan and Pitbull guest star as her mother and brother, respectively. That is going to be quite the episode. I'm so excited. Yes. Uh, Gloria Estefan and Pitbull. I love it. That's great juxtaposition right there. That's great. <laughs> it's, so, it's so perfect. I cannot wait to see what's going to come out of this. Uh, mm-hmm. I was just going to say hell yeah again. I never say it. I've said it like four times this episode. What? This episode's really making me go hell yeah. Really? With the fist pump and everything? Hell, hell yeah. 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 <laughs> well, guys, um, I'm going to bring up a picture for you uh, oh, Gleek yes. fans out there. And... Uh, as you can see it, um, it's actually over my face. I messed that up, but you can't see me. You can see a, an amazing picture of Leah Michelle, which, by the way, for the for, uh, this is from the Golden Globes uh, on Sunday, and she took a lot of heat from some of our AfterBuzz crew. Uh, you can listen to that podcast about fashion on AfterBuzzTV.com. And uh, I happen to think that I love this dress. What do you guys? You guys can't actually see this, but you did see it, uh, obviously. Leah right? Michelle's. Leah yes. Michelle. Uh, I liked it. I would, if you gave me yay or nay, I would say yay. Yes. But that being said, uh, a l- 
I don't I, – I'm just having issues with her doing these, like, somewhat naked photo shoots and wearing such provocative dresses. And I get that she's trying not to get typecast mm-hmm. as a young per- – mm-hmm. uh, as a high school student. And she is older and she mm-hmm. is old enough to be wearing these. But she's also a role model for kids and something strikes it wrong for me. Well, I thought the dress was definitely a hot and sexy dress. I, I didn't think it was um – I don't think it took away from her being a role model. I just felt it was such a hot and sexy dress that someone hotter and sexier could have worn it um, even better. But it looked great on her. Yeah, she did look good yeah. though. She looked good. Looked good. It was it was it was a, it was a nice dress. I I absolutely love this dress. But um, for you guys, um, what would you think of Diana Agron? She took some heat on here at Afterbus TV. Obviously, there were a lot of people from <laughs> from Glee that were on our show, but. Um, Diana Agron took a lot of heat. I don't get here. what Di- the top of Diana Agron's dress was. It looked like it was kind of made of metal. Yeah, I wasn't. I don't know. I I don't know. Seriously, what was the fabric? <laughs> I don't know. It looked like kind of metal. I didn't even hate it. Well, the bottom half was weird with the layers, but the top. Uh, mm, uh, she's just so pretty that. I know, and I wouldn't expect it from her. Like, I, it threw me off. Why don't you just wear, her. if you want to wear red, you've got to make it simple. You can't be wearing red and a really complex dress. Yeah. So why did she just wear a sweetheart cut top uh, dress that was floor length and red and, and it simple? And it would have worked. It would have been beautiful. It would have looked great. And she just, she wanted to make such a statement, and it was like, what are these little pieces of metal on your chest? And that's where celebrities go wrong. They try to go over the top, and then they go just over the heel, and it's not it's not working. Yeah, I feel you. Well, um, by the way, so you guys talked about uh, a nice topic that I wanted to get into. Let's be adults here, and let's let's have a discussion. Do you guys mind? Let's let's do it. Oh, well, it's really hard for me. <laughs> I know it is, Roxy. I know. I met you so many years ago, and you're still uh, you're still becoming. I just want to party. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But uh, what I want to talk about is, uh, for those of you fans listening out there, we will now stream exclusively live on AfterBuzzTV.com. Um, our archive shows will still be uh, available to download on iTunes and uh, to view on YouTube and things of that nature. But to watch awesome. live, go to <laughs> AfterBuzzTV.com. And uh, speaking of the site, it's, uh, it makes it easier for you su- to subscribe, um, to see all the shows that we do, to see the schedule. Now you know that uh, Glee, every Tuesday, it's at 9, at 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. And um, so we've done our part. We've designed the website based off of your notes. So keep, keep them coming. We love that. And uh, now the part that you have to do is also spread the word about AfterBuzz yes. TV. Spread the word because Tell all your friends. Uh, yeah, and tweet at us uh, mm-hmm. quickly. Uh, what's your Twitter handle? Just Mia twenty three, and mine is Roxy Stryer. Tweet at us. Tell us what you're looking for. Give us your opinions. Call into the shows. That's what this is supposed to be about. It's a community, mm-hmm. and we want to talk to you guys about it. We want to argue with you guys about it. We want to agree with you guys about it. Whatever it is, let us know. I know you guys are out there. My phone is missing. I, I lost it somewhere in the studio, but. I have, there are Glee fans that have sent me videos because they know I love Santana. They have sent me videos with her singing and someone had a, a huge long dialogue with me about Glee. So I know you watch the show. And we respond. Could, yeah. We respond. Every time Absolutely. somebody's tweeted at me about the show. Not Roxy's agent. R- Roxy herself Not responds. Roxy's agent. <laughs> I respond. Me, myself. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I respond. I want to talk to you about it. So yeah. tweet at us, whatever. Um, 
Is that good? Have we- uh, well, one quick thing, too. The fun part for me now, uh, w- one of the reasons that we switched to uh, streaming live on AfterBuzzTV.com, no more with the dashes and slashes anywhere else, is because now I get to track and, and see who's watching. And so fans out there that are watching live in Spain right now, what's up, Spain? Hey, good Spain. Good morning. I know I've said it before, but hell yeah. With the fist, uh, you do the fist well. Hola. Hola. Hola, amigas. Yeah? I can kind of speak Spanish. <laughs> no, seriously, kind of. With Ola? No, no. Predicciones? Yes. Yeah, predictions. Okay, so what the heck are we going to see? Not next week, but in two weeks. Screw you, Glee. Yeah, screw you, Glee. Yeah, screw you, Glee. We just came back. We love you, but screw you, Glee. No, okay, so what are we going to see? Rachel is going to say one word. (laughs) Maybe. Oh, come on. That is such a cop out. What? Oh, you think she's actually going to say, say maybe? maybe? She's going to say maybe. At, or or maybe um, let's be engaged for a long time and not get married right away. I think that they're going to go with the promise ring aspect. Like, let's wear a promise ring to each other. I don't want to get engaged, but... Let's promise to be together, but let's not get married, per se. Right. Uh, and I'd be okay with that. I would be okay with that. But the bigger thing we're seeing is Michael Jackson. Yes! Super excited. You are? I, oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? I grew up with my father watching all the Michael Jackson videos. I still have them on VHS and DVD. Um, I am excited I think we. Episode. I think we gave news and gossip a, a, a month or two ago about Michael Jackson, uh, the episode. And I think if I believe, I believe this is what we said, that there are 10 to 12 songs. Yes. Obviously, they're mixed into each other, whatever, but... That'd be awesome. I am. I'm ready to have my Michael Jackson night, and I know they're going to kill it. The people. The reason why I love Glee so much is because they are all super fantastic. They can all sing. They all have unique voices, and I know they're going to find the right songs to to yeah. highlight those voices. It's going to be amazing. And it's cool because we're super fans of Glee, and the people on Glee, I'm sure, are super fans of Michael, of Michael Jackson. Jackson. So. It's going to be awesome to see them do that. It's like anytime they do a West Side Story, Michael mm-hmm. Jackson, any uh, the rumors, Fleetwood Mac, whatever it is, they're super fans too. They these are. are artists, and obviously they look up to these people. So it's a way to honor them as well as telling stories, which I love, which is great. I, I, am, I am excited. I think the best, the, the two best ones that they've done so far um, when they've highlighted uh, an artist was... Britney. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Britney Spears was the best. I was going to say Gaga as well, but Britney... Madonna. Oh, yeah. It was really good, too. That was they've, good, too. They've done... Yeah, they've done a lot, but I still... I refer to it all the time, but I loved their Rumors episode. The Rumors was good. I, I wasn't... I didn't know the Rumors, um, but I did Google each of those songs because of that episode. Yeah. And that, I have them down. Fleetwood with. Mac's unbelievable, and that Rumors album was incredible, and Phil wants us to get off, apparently. Okay. That's fine. I guess I won't just go on and on about how I love Glee. It's and cool, Michael Jackson. Whatever, <laughs> and Michael Jackson. Uh, but okay, so we will see you, I guess not next week, but in two weeks. In two weeks. In two weeks. And to see what, we're uh, expecting tweets. Tweet, mm-hmm. tweet at us. Tweet, at us. tweet. No, it's not at us. It's at Roxy Spire. But right, uh, it was a little bit of a Twitter joke. I guess it wasn't funny. Okay, okay. We'll see you guys in two weeks. <laughs> Bye, um, guys. Bye, Glee. Thanks for joining us. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzzTV. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.